the future of photography. And welcome to the future of photography. Coming to you as a trio this week because Chris is in Siberia. Now, I don't mean that we froze him out completely, do I, guys? Ooh. I'm joined by Adrian and Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah, we banished him He's to Siberia. In Siberia. Yes, we buried him neck deep in, in Lake Baikal. <laughs> Which is uh, actually interesting because it would be uh, good to have his input and maybe if he listens back, he can give us some feedback. Um, Our topic for this week is brought to you by myself and it is how can photography assist with the climate crisis? Um, which is a big one, I know. It it is a (laughs) big one. I mean, this conversation could go anywhere, couldn't it? But this is a a huge thing. Um, I, pros, cons, all sorts. I, I think we made, um, yeah, I think we'll probably just need to dive right into it and see where we end up. <laughs> well, I think the main question is, do you think that photography can affect social change at a very large level? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Discuss. <laughs> well, let's, um, let's think about that. Uh, I mean, you know, there are, you know, uh, there, there are certainly there are genres of photography, I think, that have the ability to do that, um, especially sort of documentary type stuff. But then, you know, you you hear every year, is, is it the Sony Awards for news photography or something? I mean, at least every other year, the reward is being revoked after it's been awarded because they found out that the, uh, the recipient of the award has done too much post-production manipulation of the image. Um, you'd think they'd learn by now, but... But they don't seem to. <laughs> is it World Press Photographer? Something like that it's called, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I, I, I guess now that we're going down the social change road, but I really do want to keep it on the climate issue, if we can. Um, I know that's difficult. It's but, difficult um, for, for, for me, really, really hard. No, it's not hard. Um, it, you know, Jeremiah, your landscapes are very much landscapes of the mind, if you kind of... What's left of it, okay. yeah. Yeah, um, but, uh, but, but before we kind of jump in, um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's safe to say that, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. And I remember the impact of of in Vietnam uh, at the height of the war, um, the amazing photographs of 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 kind of killing death, American soldiers, mm-hmm. uh, very, very famous uh, photograph of a Vietnamese general. Um, assassinating someone. These are these are images that had profound um, effect on the American anti-war, um, uh, you know, movement. Mm-hmm. And, Absolutely. And, you know, Jim Natchway's uh, photographs have a lot of bearing on on the. I'm talking about the American view of the Balkans, and there, photography does tend to create often an iconic image that really jumps into the heart of people. And so, I think with with climate, it's it's no different. And because of the crisis of climate change is so serious, I think we're all very very sensitive to. Um, observing images that show the difference, whether they be satellite or profoundly beautiful landscapes that have been deteriorated by humans. There's so much to so much to unpack there. Unpack I'll see if that. I, I see if I can pull a, a climate-related thread out out of that. Um, I think 
you know, so, so some of these things that that we talk about, uh, you know, the, these photographs that that really ha- yeah, help us to to understand. I mean, there's you mentioned that uh, you know some things to do with the the Vietnam War. Um, you know, uh, ver- there was a very famous photo, possibly in the eighties, I think, of a of a, of a, a African child, you know, almost dying in a famine with a vulture sat in the background behind. Yeah. It. But, um, uh, and and these things are. Um, yeah, they, they, these things do do give us. They are deeply powerful. They, they, are, they are, That's a very good way of mm-hmm. saying it. Ima, they're yeah. deeply powerful. I, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's any particular image or, or set of images or artists that that I think is really, yeah, I don't know, nailed is quite not quite the right. Re- really captured captured the debate around environment and and i know that you you know i've seen uh been to see in the past shows by ed batinsky things like his oil uh stuff Mm -hmm. and uh and there was another one i think he did which was related to um you know scrap metal in india i think um Mm -hmm. which yeah again very very powerful stuff um uh, i'm i'm you know, and then and at the, completely the opposite end of the scale um in the very recent australian fires um there's been some videos that have gone viral isn't there there's been mm-hmm. you know video there was there was one of a, a lady rescuing a baby koala that was stuck on a fence or on a tree or something like that that that, that went viral i think uh, you know, uh, so uh, I think that that is an incredibly powerful statement for you know climate change and 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 everything around uh, everything around that. Although you know, okay, you have to make the jump to the cause and effect between you know uh, extended fires, you know, being the the result of climate change in Australia. Uh, but you know, we are there's a huge amount of of media imagery. I think around climate change now here in in the the uk at the moment um there are lots and lots of floods and Mm. you know we're seeing you know um, uh photos all all the time photos and video footage on the news and on social media channels and and whole whole towns or and villages Mm. underwater Mm. um we had the 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 head of the environment agency uh, the government department responsible for for the environment here in just in england that is actually rather than the whole of the uk um you know saying we're going to have to stop building on floodplains uh, because there's a housing crisis in the in the uk uh and uh, a lot of the new houses are being built on areas where you wouldn't have built before because they they are one of the th- reasons being they're subject to flooding well, we have the same problem in California, where we we build uh, suburbs in forests or near forests, and and in the, it's a very arid, um, you know, it's a very arid environment, and often um, drought stricken, and so the slightest little crack uh, will start a fire and burn thousands of people out of their homes. So California is really at the you know at the heart of uh, many of the images that we in the U.S. have seen in terms of, of the similarities with uh, Sydney and environs um, in Australia, but also the flooding in Mumbai, the flooding in the U.K. I think the uh, sum total of all the images that are provocative also have an effect. In other words, there may not be a single image that is a distillation of how we feel or our emotive reaction to climate change. But I think seeing it over and over and over again may convince some doubters 
that we are, in fact, in a crisis and have to do something about it. Also, satellite images, which are really profound when you see mm. when you see the devastation from, you know, uh, a mile up, that is very, very powerful because you see over the years how things are, are deteriorating. So, yes, uh, we, we, we need to bring the awareness to, you know, the general population, but the real problem we, of course, face is can... Uh, the images that people are subjected to create a social and political movement such that things will, in fact, change. Well, can, can I pick up on that bit, actually? Because I think there's another type of photographic image related to, to the climate crisis, which, which I'm seeing a lot of at the moment. And that's possibly because I follow Greta Thunberg on Twitter. But the the, the 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 and the school strikes, you know, strike mm. strike Friday or whatever they call it. I'm I'm, I'm not the yeah. best educated person on this, but Is I am. Uh, you know, I'm Friday? trying to d- d- to educate myself as I Friday's go. Fridays for freedom. Yeah. Um, and and there's a lot of images now being posted uh, of of school pupils students striking on a Friday. Um, the you know the the that that really. Um, for me, I, I, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that in the past where, you know, all, all around the world, students are, uh, uh well, they, they all think students are revolting. Um, but the, 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 yeah. the, aligning behind a common global cause. And I, you know, the, and, you know, student activism is, is not a new mm. thing, clearly. But but well, rare, I, I can't think of another time where I've seen a global uh, a, a yeah. global trend. No, trend is the wrong word as well. A global movement uh, yeah. for, uh, amongst students has often been localized or, or, or political mm, in the past, mm, or localized and political. Um, uh, and and here I think there's something uh, something really impactful. So if you if you take you know the uh, the the imagery of of a of a polar bear drowning, or a very or a very skinny polar bear standing and you know, yeah. you know, standing somewhere where there's no snow, uh, and uh-huh. you, and you ma- match that or add to that you know that body of imagery the the, the students and the protest uh, the protests and and all of that sort of thing. Mm. I mean, I I think I mean so, you know, I guess if I try and stick to the topic of today's show, which is how can you know it's it, it, it's a broad topic it says how, how can photography mm-hmm. assist with the climate crisis i think mm-hmm. certainly uh, awareness is is mu- is vastly increasing um mm-hmm. it, uh, as all of this imagery comes out onto well essentially out onto the internet isn't it i suppose we could flip the question a little bit and uh, ask how can i suppose is the issue as well of individuals just being more sustainable with their usage of, you know, how you dispose of your chemicals and things like that if you're in a dark room and, um, you know, just the level of waste that you generate, um, which isn't really an issue, I suppose, in the digital sense or, you know, how much paper are you wasting? <laughs> you know, I suppose it it's, it's something for us all to look at individually, isn't it? What impact are we having by what we do um like who doesn't love to travel to take photographs everybody but can wow. we sustain that you know that's a very 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 good question um uh, uh it's 
controversial, maybe I I know, and you know, but well, I, I mean, no, I well, let's, let's talk about the, it. I mean, I yeah, I, I I like to to travel a bit with my family, mm, and we like to go and see mm. different parts of the world. Um, you know, uh, and you know, there are times when we go into you know a local travel agent, and so you know, when we end yeah. up looking at glossy brochures with with yeah. amazing photographs in them, and say, come here and do yeah. this, and come here and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the environmental consequence of that uh you know uh, it is i suppose you have to balance it up don't you i mean you can't we can't not go anywhere at the same time so i mean everybody needs a holiday uh, uh, but a lot of this travel though involves airplanes which you know it does. which are part of the mm, problem mm. uh and and is it the is it the photos that that cause us to make those decisions well it probably is isn't it because you know photography is is you know used all over the world for all sorts of marketing and 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 representation and advertising and that's mm. essentially yeah what a travel brochure is isn't it um mm. it's even there's an interesting example actually which is um i probably shouldn't talk about this too much but because she'll, she'll kick me but my sister is very <laughs> much into um uh, into the environment and she has been uh, and she's built coral reefs, you know, or rebuilt coral reefs, oh. you know, reseeded. Uh, and she she likes to dive, yeah. and and she she's she likes to do things to to protect the, the environment, which is you know, um, fantastic stuff. Um, yeah. But all those things happen on the other side of the world. So so even she, in in order to do some helping, has had to travel, yeah. you know, in a way that increases carbon emissions. So and she would be the first person t- to say that there's a problem there. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you know, I'm yeah, trying not yeah, to throw yeah. her under the bus, you know. But that's no, <laughs> by the way, if we uh, if we kind of refocus on photography itself, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our cameras, um, our Wi-Fi connections, you know, with Coltan and and our, our the the materials that are um, our mind to create the batteries uh, that run our cameras. Um, we, we, you know, if if we um, if if we want to be so pure uh, that we have a, a kind of a limited or not no impact on the environment and take pictures, I'm just not sure of how we would go about doing that. Um, chemicals in old processes are toxic. Uh, battery mining, um, you know, with certain um, certain of the kind of you know, the heavy metals are, are very, very toxic and also, you know, require in or, or in some of these countries, they insist on child labor, you know what I mean, to keep the prices mm. down in the Congo and whatnot. Mm. So so there there are knock on effects of just passive use of these things that, you know, in showing um, the kind of horrors of climate change, we in some ways are affecting it negatively ourselves, uh, whether, as you pointed out, by flying somewhere or actually using our equipment. That isn't really going to get us anywhere. I mean, you just keep going around and around in circles and end up in a place that is um, probably not as carbon neutral as we wanted to be. I think the main issue, the most important issue, is how do we kind of affect a social um, change that allows a balance of taking carbon out of the atmosphere as we kind of put less carbon in eventually working on um, the kinds of power issues we need to run our world are not as destructive. But can photography help with that? 
that's another question it's it's the the equipment question is really interesting so as you were saying that about our cameras that we use and, and other things we use i mean uh we we've lived through in the last I don't know, 30 40 years let's say we've lived through a fundamental change in in the usage of electronic devices uh, uh and and the manufacturing of those and the raw materials that are needed to to, to manufacture them you know uh it you know uh, I'm sitting here and I ha- I'm talking into to you know a, a microphone, which you know podcasting wasn't a thing 20 years ago. I've got a computer, I've got other things around me. We all carry phones, of course, you know, or, mm. and uh, the you know uh, and cameras do have some of those um, you know hard, hard to reach, expensive to get to um, you know minerals and, and materials in them as well, mm. don't they? And I think that's. It, it is troubling. I think what what thing that troubles me is is the rate of consumption of these devices because we've lived through the the early adoption phase, and so you know we lived through a phase. Let's take digital photography for example. The early years of digital photography, there were material improvements in the hardware on an annual basis, sometimes even mm. faster than that. And you know people got into the habit of of buying new cameras on a regular basis. Mm. That never mm. happened prior to digital photography mm, yeah, yeah, yeah and and yeah same thing with televisions um you know you can go down to any high street shop now and buy a 60 inch 4k television for a few hundred quid um yeah quite why anybody would want to do that i don't know i'm don't very know happy either. very happy with my <laughs> my old you know 1081 but yeah the uh it it's a it, it's a different world and i think it's sort of disposable nature of everything isn't it and just our conscious exactly and there are more there's more than one generation there's maybe two generations uh, that that have gone through that phase and uh, and in whom it is institutionalized to replace equipment on Mm -hmm. a very regular basis and that causes a lot of waste i mean so so again that brings us back to people like ed batinsky doesn't it who you know he he has made several studies of the life cycle of things and i'm sure there are others it's just i i've I've not been to their shows (laughs) um but the uh you know that 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 kind of that kind of documentary work, that kind of long form photographic work, could really help. Um, I wonder if, um, you know, I wonder if we could get some of these people, some of these superstar photographers, to say, "Yeah, I'm using the same camera I bought five years ago, and it's fine, thank you very much." You know, yeah, I think I remember yeah. hearing a few years ago or reading a few years ago that National Geographic has a a, a photographic standard. Um, and you have to have, I think, for National Geographic, a camera with at least six megapixels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I got that. Nobody, nobody <laughs> needs 40. Nobody needs 100 yeah. megapixels. Nobody needs to buy a camera every year. You know, well, I need it big. I want to make big prints, and I want them to be sharp. I don't care. You know, the, 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 for me, uh, you know, the printed um, image is the powerful image rather than the screen image. So I take, uh, I take umbrage. <laughs> well, the, okay. That's so. So, so you are in that sense. You are somewhat of an outlier, aren't you? I'm not saying these things shouldn't exist. I think what I'm trying to say is that you know, yeah, photography uh, and you know uh, is is part of the problem. And you, you know, in, in if not just cameras, but of course, if you think about mobile phones, which are very, very often marketed on the strength of their camera modules, mm. um, you know, photography is something that is driving massive consumption of electronic consumer goods. Mm-hmm. 
right and and that's that that is being part of the problem can we can we use Mm. the things that those tools create to to to, to create some balance Uh, hopefully we can yeah um but it is it, it it is a tough one to know whether you know whether it ultimately it's a it's a positive or a negative um well can, can we say that individuals um who are as obsessed with photography as we are can they use their um photographic sensibilities to affect social change in a positive way i think that's an underlying and very good um question to to discuss so that yes uh, our gear Maybe, um, you know, it's like wearing leather shoes uh, and going to a protest march. (laughs) (laughs) That depends on what you're protesting against. (laughs) There is no way to be an absolute pure person on this planet and not affect the environment in some way. That that is the condition. (laughs) It's when you have, you know, nine or 10 billion people doing it in a way that is non-sustainable. That is a problem. I mean, all of the things that we do, if we did them in small ways, would probably not have as significant an impact. But because we are all heading in a direction that kind of um, prescribes, especially for the developing world, a beacon of consumerism here in the West, mm. um, there's just, you know, how many resources uh, remain if everyone was uh, middle class in this world? I'm, I'm just, I have no solutions for it, but, but, but I do feel that we need to be um, sensitive to it and, and use um, our, our kind of visual acuteness actants um to provide information that at least keeps people aware and with that awareness maybe some certainly not me uh, will come up with solutions whether they be scientific or technological um or political to help exacerbate this one way uh or minimize it another way because you know you have both sides of the equation if if you have a a country that 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 can't pull resources out of the ground farming um, and uh, and, and people are going hungry, um, is it a good or bad thing to use, you know, genetically modified seeds to feed that nation? These are all kind of tied into kind of moral conundrums. So there's no simple solution here with anything. Uh, I think awareness is, is a good place to start. And then uh, social cohesion is another place to kind of grow it. And then hopefully um, there's the protests which bring awareness, but solutions Mm -hmm. have to come from education. And, you know, if you have just give a quick search on Google um, for uh, climate change photography or climate crisis photography. And there is there's an amount of stuff actually going on all over the place. Yeah, it's so, so a lot of photographers are paying attention to it and video makers and filmmakers and all the rest of it. Yeah. Just on a small level, you know. It's a, it, which is which is a good thing, and you know, uh, and mm. you know, it's it's it is uh, these things these things must and and should be documented uh, and brought to the attention of, of every of everybody. Mm. Um, so you know, uh, as part of a, a challenge to to people's behaviour, 
Um, I, it's um, it's something uh, I, I certainly yeah, uh, also couldn't uh, claim to be uh, entirely part of the solution, but it's something that I'm trying to make inroads to. Um, uh, you know, even things like you know, things going through my mind right now is uh, you know, the 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 recent uh, trend for or the recent increase in the trend for minimalism. Um, mm. You know, and and more intentional consumption, uh, I think is is you know is is also connected here, it's, and it's something that um, uh, I, I wouldn't say that I've picked up the bug for it necessarily, but it's something that has made me sort of stop and think recently and consider my own yeah my own intentions with regard to consuming stuff, uh, and I have tried to change my behaviour somewhat, mm. um, uh, but is you know have I have I stepped up. Have I stepped up and taken on a uh, a climate change photography project of my own? Um, no. Not yet. Um, uh, the should, should should I be down should I be down the road taking photographs of all the floods because there are you know I, whilst whilst I live on top of a, on top of a ridge in my local town there are floods um, and, and those floods I think uh, I I haven't looked at the stats but they do feel at least that they're, they're happening more often than they used to. Um, but you know should, should i you know is is there a, is there a climate crisis project in all of us as photographers do we have a moral and ethical duty to to to, to participate in this uh rather than just pontificate i <laughs> know and i think you know i it's not about pontificating at all um i think what just like yourself lately it's been sort of in my awareness you know what am i doing or you know how can i be a little bit better because I think that's the way um, awareness happens. It's kind of person by person. It's, you know, and, and all these uh, climate protests and it all feeds into the general, you know, and I think we will all eventually learn, um, you know, that we need to be a bit more considered about what we consume and how we consume it and where it comes from. And the sustainability of where it comes from, and that's just, you know, I'm 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 preaching to myself really. Um, um, that was why I chose this subject. I wanted to I wanted to kind of query, what do other people you know think? Um, is there um, is there a, um, a a repository of climate oriented photography? Um, a, a repository, a central repository. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know, really. I, I found an awful lot of um, just random stuff, shall we say, but, you know, gathered, obviously, all under the one topic. But, you know, um, like individual people just, you know, having, you know, making a little video or having their two cents about the topic, um, which I thought was interesting because... Um, you know, we're used to seeing all the, the big, huge things, but, you know, just individuals, you know, Joe Soap, like you or I, has something to say about it as well a lot of times. So, okay. uh, well, I guess, you know, the bottom line is, is you know, uh, to bookend this is um, can photography be used as a positive uh, driver for social change? And it definitely can. I think I think we've established that already have we yeah i, think I, I like we to, i like to think that we have yes i, like I that. think so yeah. um and then if if so how can we participate in that more and more that yeah. that's the the more difficult question 
Is it by uh, a constant reminder? Is it one great image? Is it having group shows on this? Is it um, contributing to a book? Um, you know, how can we, the, you know, the three or four of us that are part of this, can we create a, a you know, focused environmental book that we're in we uh, you know we invite people to submit photos and we do a limited edition press and maybe we you know get a little kickstarter or indiegogo to pay for publishing costs and and um you know keep that down and 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 get that book out there and the more we do that maybe mm-hmm. you know somewhere we have a little impact or are we fooling ourselves <laughs> i well, do not well, know yeah, the answer i, th- I think that it's a, it's a, almost a good place to sum up actually because i think the you know the, there's a call to action here isn't there for in, in oh. some ways for all photographers you know, and I and I'd struggle to answer our, our standard question of what does this mean for the future of photography, other than perhaps actually, for as photographers, we 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 should be using our skills to 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 as a force for good to to promote change. Mm. Um, maybe that's the takeaway for for me. Uh, certainly, you know, having this conversation today is making me think about stuff like that i don't know quite how i might achieve that which i guess addresses your point jeremiah of are, are we all just uh yeah um you know talk, talking rather than acting but um you know i think they're they're it, it's up to everybody to to resolve the climate you see, crisis we can all pay lip service but you know do we you know are we really going to you know think about this and kind of you know make some changes i'm like i'm sure if we really we're honest with ourselves. There probably are changes that we can make, and like you said, we're we're making them already in places. But um, maybe this takes us into the highlights in a nice way, in that there are people out there who are doing it really, really well. I think, and if I might um, mention my highlight of the week, um, that is a photographer called J. Henry Fair, and he's American, but he seems to be based between um, the US and Germany and his photographs are absolutely stunning um, oh, they are indeed they are fabulous I yeah posted his Instagram link purely because it's just um, the quickest way to see the ones that I'd like you to see um, these are all industrial processes which um are incredibly beautiful, but also just absolutely yeah. terrifying in their scale. I mean, he's he's like a brother to Bertinsky, which is my pick. Yeah, or, you know, exactly. And, when I um, watched you, um, I watched the um, TED talk that you had posted the link to, and the similarities are uh, quite amazing, actually. Yeah, I mean uh, that is the um, you know the beauty that and tragedy. Yeah, yeah, of the world. Yeah. Um, and have you ever seen some of the Bertinsky, you know, he came from, um, I think he's from Toronto originally and, and mm-hmm. started as a printer. Some of his images are very, very large and they're so powerful. Very, very big. I, I think the scale of these particular ones, um, I noticed a couple, a couple of them hanging in galleries, but they don't look like they're huge. And I would absolutely love to see these on a massive scale um, because they're they're powerful even as tiny little squares of colour. So imagine imagine a massive print of that would just they'd be so deeply affecting to people that I think 
this man does a very good job of actually making you think about it. And um, he's very patient in, in trying to get these shots. So I think that's obvious from looking at some of these. Mm. Yeah, Adrian. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> my, my my pick of the week is somewhat lightweight by comparison. I'm afraid. Uh, we've been talking about uh, launching a new Instagram uh, for the future of photography, and uh, thanks to the, the the dedication and commitment of Ema, we now have one. We now have our very own Instagram account, uh, as you might expect. Um, our, our Instagram handle is tfop now. T F O P n-o-w uh so uh please uh go and and look us up uh and uh follow us on instagram and uh engage in the conversation i think the way we're going to treat it is that we're going to have all four of us uh post images to this account so it's going to be a a, a sort of a curated collaboration free for all space. free yeah yeah <laughs> let's face it thank you for creating me i was I, I as soon as i said curated i thought no nah, that ain't gonna happen <laughs> 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 so, mishmash uh, yeah so uh, uh, so that that's there right now um uh come follow us um or, or as usual engage with us uh, on twitter where we are of course uh tfop now uh and uh, uh and if if you want to get uh, the whole of the back catalogue of the pro the the podcast well that's available at the future of photography.com so did we answer the question what does this mean for the future of photography i have a i have a bit of social guilt as we leave this this episode <laughs> me too I feel, I feel like i need to be going and doing something because the climate crisis is everybody's responsibility mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. kind of a scary thing i say it in a slightly lightweight way but it's kind of a scary thing um mm. possibly because mm. it's so true uh, mm. but on that note <laughs> On that happy note. On, on, on that happy on note. Farewell yes. for this week. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Mm-hmm.